Are you able to afford the business life that you're living? And if not, then you need to make some serious adjustments. You need to be more frugal or you need to be more efficient or you need to get more innovative. Those factors really keep your business on the cutting edge. Welcome to Honest E-Commerce, where we are dedicated to cutting through the BS and finding actionable advice for online store owners. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. And I'm your host, Annette Grant. And we believe running an online business does not have to be complicated or a guessing game. If you are struggling to scaling your sales, Electric Eye is here to help. To apply to work with us, visit electriceye.io slash connect to learn more. And let's get on with the show. On today's episode of Honest E-Commerce, we welcome Cindy Thomason. She is the author of Profit First for E-Commerce Sellers, and she is also a certified master Profit First professional. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to yet another episode of Honest E-Commerce. I am joined by Annette Grant. And today, we welcome to the show Cindy Thomason from BooksKeep. Cindy is a professional accountant, and she's going to introduce to our listeners the Profit First methodology, which we actually use at Electric Eye for our business. Cindy, welcome to the show. Thanks, Chase. And good to, good to be with you and Annette. I'm excited to, to share with you um, all the things I've learned about e-commerce accounting and Profit First. Oh, I'm super excited. This is going to be one of the more unique shows. Uh, I think we have hammered home the point about optimization on your website and making sure that you get second opinions. So this one's going to be awesome. It's going to, you know, this is how you stay profitable. This is how you stay in business. Yes, we're very excited to have you on the show. Thank you. Cool. So uh, let's just uh, get, start with a brief history here. You know, what makes you an expert in this field? Where uh, where'd you start at, and now, like, how did you niche down into e-commerce and specifically the profit first uh, approach? Well, I, I was doing um, really. Uh, I was a generalist uh, in many aspects of my business. Um, I hadn't even niched down to um, accounting. I was working with several local folks that needed help in contracting and hiring and accounting before I left uh, the corporate world and and um, decided to stay at home with my daughter. So as as she was getting a little more independent, I was um, helping out friends and working on different projects. And I just realized I loved doing the the accounting piece. In my corporate job, I had installed three different accounting systems in the time I was with the, the company. And so it was QuickBooks was just starting their online program and um, my clients were needing that type of service. So I did, my first decision was to just focus on accounting for small business. And I, I was rebranding, um, had a small client base of all different types of clients and uh, decided to go to the very first QuickBooks Connect show, which was in 2014. And I was sitting in the most boring presentation ever. I don't even remember what it was about. It was after lunch. And the group next to me was laughing so hard in the other room. And finally, I got up and I left where I was at and went into my other uh, it went into this other room and it was Mike Michalowicz talking about Profit First. It was when he was first introducing the book. And for the last 15 minutes, I laughed. It was just hilarious. I mean, his style is just a lot of fun. And he gave away a book at the end. And I picked it up and I read it on the plane ride home. And I immediately knew 
that all the things I was seeing my clients struggle with, this would help. So I introduced it into my business. I contacted Mike. They were starting Profit First Professionals at that point in time. I'm, I'm one of the first nine people that ever joined. And you know, there's been no looking back from that moment on. I've been on the Mike Michalowicz uh, bandwagon to learn everything I can about small business. And that's brought me to the place where I realized I needed to niche down. I really needed to, to work with a niche to become an expert in a niche. And I had a couple of really good clients that were uh, e-commerce clients that I was working on profit first with them. And they started referring me out to their Facebook groups. And it, my niche just really picked me because um, those folks, we just kind of were in a similar situation. They had, um, you know, they were looking for like a second career, a lot of them. They wanted the flexibility for whatever reason in their lifestyle. And that's what, where I was. So we just kind of connected. And, and now we focus entirely on e-commerce uh, clients and, and really have since 2015. And that's given me the insights into what they struggle with so that I can help them be profitable. Cindy, you said you started to use Profit First in your business um, right away. Right. Is that correct? Right. Okay. And then can you tell our listeners a little bit who are not familiar with Profit First exactly what Profit First is? And then we'll transition into how it works in e-commerce a little more. Okay. Well, Profit First is really a cash flow methodology. And it it's very similar to the envelope system. Maybe your, your grandmother had the envelope system where she would get her money and put it some in the envelope for groceries and some to pay the mortgage and some for gifts. And it's a very similar thing, except we, um, we use it with bank accounts now. And we have multiple bank accounts for the specific areas of our business. And the reason we do this is because one uh, bank account for your business, which is typical, some people probably have this you know, operating uh, bank account and then they have, um, there's a checking account. And then they may have a savings account that gets very little attention. And when you do that, all your money goes into one bucket. And it's really hard to see how that money is pre-programmed, that you're going to have to use it to pay rent or, or to um, pay your employees or pay your taxes, etc. So, and there's this behavioral uh, aspect of the way we handle money that's working in the background for all of us. And it's called Parkinson's Law. And it's this uh, law that um, says that it's an economic law called the law of induced demand. But what's behind it is we use what we got. So if we uh, have resources available, we find a way to spend it. It's so easy to look at that bank account and see it growing and thinking, ah, you know, I've got enough money, I can launch this new product, or I've got enough money, I can get that new computer, not realizing that that money really already is pre-programmed out for something else. Um, Parkinson's law is, is um, really a fundamental uh, aspect, uh, behavioral aspect of the way we, we work with our money. So understanding that and working with Parkinson's law really helps people stay on track with where, where they need to be sp- spending their money in their business. Yeah. And then just coming from my end of it, we are at the tail end of implementing this in our business. It has radically shifted our business. Like between profit first and traction, I don't know how we were a business before those two systems. (laughs) 
Yeah, Attraction's a great book too. Yeah, if anyone knows Attraction Professional that would love to be on our show, I would love to have that. I, I think I do know someone. Um, yeah, I can talk to you offline. Ooh. Awesome. All right, well, let's get back into it. So <laughs> I, I think one of the biggest things was you, what you mentioned is like everyone just had a bank account. And you know, is there money in there? Are we doing good? Those were the conversations me and Sean were having like months ago. We were like, oh, "We this looks cool, but are, <laughs> are we, we making money? Yeah, are right? we doing any good?" And <laughs> we literally couldn't answer that question. Like, we're owners of the company. We built this company, you know. And I think most e-commerce brands build their company. It's it's a lifestyle business. They want to be their own boss. They want to make some money. They want to get paid to do what they love. Me and Sean had no idea what we could be paying ourselves. Because mm-hmm. we just didn't understand how it worked, and then profit first really radically shifted our thinking. Yeah, and that's an important point. Uh, so many people think, um, you know, I don't want to pay myself in the beginning because it's a startup, and there's uh, some myth out there that you know the first five years you're not going to pay yourself. And and the reality is, if you don't set it up from the beginning where you pay yourself and you take care of taxes and you take care of profit then you're going to always be in that position. It's a habit. It's not, it's not a milestone. It's something you, you do from the beginning. You engineer it that way. And by engineering your profits, uh, you make better decisions. Hey, if you're in the product making business, then we've got great news for you. Katana is here to make your life easier. There's now a Shopify app built and designed for merchants that make their own products, manage your sales, orders, raw materials, production schedule, inventory, and material purchasing all from one dashboard. The name of that app is Katana. K-A-T-A-N-A. Katana is designed for makers, crafters, and small manufacturers selling on Shopify. Until now, product makers selling on e-commerce have had to settle with messy spreadsheets or regular inventory management software. We know they both usually suck if you need to make your own products. Fortunately, Katana is built from ground up with the needs of a small manufacturer in mind. Production scheduling and inventory management has never been this easy for Shopify merchants. A recent survey shows that 93% of Katana's users say they love it because of the ease of the setup and how intuitive it is. To try Katana for free, sign up at www.katanamrp.com. That's K-A-T-A-N-A-M-R-P.com. Or search Katana on the Shopify app store. There's a 14-day free trial. You do not need a credit card. And when you're signing up, use the promo code HONEST to get 30% off your first three months of a paid subscription. Check out Katana today. So everyone has their one bank account. Let's break down the the ones that you kind of grow to have when you implement this system and how they kind of work for your business. Well, I know you'd like to give your your listeners actionable uh, advice. So here's here's the action I would take as an e-commerce business. I would say um, you need to move from the one bank account to having three. Now, that's not the full-blown, complete, profit-first implementation. But this moves you in the right direction and it gets you started with the methodology and, and the processes of how it works. And those three bank accounts would be the existing one that you already have for operating expenses. And another one for inventory, and then a third one for profits. So those three accounts, if you will just start by having those three accounts, you will start to get in the swing of how it all works. And and inventory businesses are challenging. And inventory has its own cash flow that's really different from operating uh, cash flow. So just separating out inventory. And as you get payouts from 
your um, your sites like Shopify or Amazon or, or whatever platforms you're, you're selling on, as you get those payouts, you need to look at the money you've got in that payout and think about how much of this needs to go back into my inventory account to, to, to replenish my stock. Because that's where people get into trouble. They get all of this money coming in from their sales. Reordering is way in the future, so they don't really think about it. And then down the line, they need to place another order. They need to put 30% down or, or you know, whatever their, their arrangement is. They need some money to work with, but that money's already gone out the door for something else to grow the business. Inventory is just, it's sacred, you know, it's the lifeblood of your business. So when you get that money in from being paid out, put it back in a separate bank account because you know you're going to need that to replenish. So that's the biggest thing. The other thing then is after you've done that, take 1% of whatever you've got left and put it in your profits account. And that makes you at that point, you're profitable because every um, check that comes into your company, you're putting it into a profit account to start growing. And just those actions will do a couple of things. One, it's going to create your um, operating expenses down at a, at a level that really should um, govern how you manage your business because you've taken out that inventory money that, that kind of confuses everything. You're left with what money you have to really operate your business and take a look at that and understand, you know, are you able to afford the, the business life that you're living? And if not, then you need to make some serious adjustments. You need to be more frugal or you need to be more efficient or you need to get more innovative. Those uh, factors really keep your business on the cutting edge. And if you're living off of borrowed money, you know, whether it's inventory to be paid later or you take out a loan, it really does mask the fact that you're, you're, um, you're not operating at your optimum level. So that's, that's the, the place where I suggest people start is just with those two additional bank, and bank accounts, a checking account for inventory and a um, savings account for profits in addition to the checking account you've already got. Yeah. And just because we just did this, I kind of have a note on getting those bank accounts. If you're with a major bank, they're probably not going to play ball. And you're going to need to talk to a smaller either credit union or community bank in your area. If anyone's local to Columbus, Ohio, you can email me and I'll give you where we went. But uh, I'm not going to say it here. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the route you need to go because uh, when we were dealing with a major bank, they wanted to charge us about ten or fifteen dollars a month per account, mm-hmm. or have a min- minimum balance in there, which was essentially paying thousands of dollars to not get charged ten dollars a month, which was sucks for them. We moved a lot of business away from that bank. <laughs> yeah, and I've got a list of uh, profit first friendly banks. If um if you'd like, I can send it to you, uh, Chase, and you can include it in the show notes and then people can see what what we found across the country to be uh, profit first friendly. Absolutely. That would okay. be awesome. And Cindy, how does, um, how does debt work into the profit first methodology? When, you, when you're taking on a new client and they have debt, um, let's say from purchasing inventory, how, how do you deal with that? How do you help? Do you help them get out of that? Do you think debt is neutral? How, what are, what's the profit first uh, take on that on debt? Profit first typically is is pretty um, adversarial towards debt. Um, 
I think debt has a place, but only if the business is optimal, running in an optimal level. What I see a lot of times is people are using debt when they haven't figured out their gross profit margins and they don't understand how their business is performing from a profitability standpoint. And so they they bring debt in to prop up the business as opposed to having the business working well and then bringing debt in to you know to be a uh, you know a um, source a cheaper source of capital than your own. So from the profit first perspective, what we try to do is help people realize that they can self fund if they are um, operating at an optimal level. They can use their own funds to self-fund their growth at their business. And I've got a couple of clients that um, they just refuse that, that perspective and want to, to use debt. They think it's it, using someone else's money is a better approach for them. And I've got clients that are um, using the profit first methodology. And I can tell you that whichever methodology you choose, it's going to perpetuate itself. I've never seen anybody that really were was able to um, say, okay, I'm going to get out of this debt situation. Now, we work with our clients that are interested in getting out of debt to do that. And you can get out of it. But if you're bought into that mindset, that's where you're going to stay, is my point. Um, the way it works in Profit First is you um, as you fund your accounts, we try to pay down the debt as quickly as possible. And one of the ways we do that is if there is um, debt in the business, when you take your profit distribution on a quarterly basis, you use those funds to help reduce your debt in a more accelerated way. And you also start relying on your your, your own um, funds in your business so you're not continuing to build the debt. And um, between the the two, get you know, getting out of the habit of borrowing and having a, a payoff plan for the debt that's already in the business, um, over time we can wean people off of having to to use borrowed money to operate. Support for our podcast comes from our friends at Simpler, a new way to staff 24-7 sales and customer service on your e-commerce store. It works with your existing email and chat platforms, so setup is quick and easy. Simpler's network of on-demand, US-based Simpler specialists are standing by to answer your customers' most common questions. Set it up for free today and then turn it on or off depending on your customer volume. You only pay $2.25 for every resolution. No hidden fees, contracts, or minimums. Close more sales with Simpler by staffing your email and live chat around the clock with Simpler specialists. Start your free seven-day trial at simpler.ai slash honest. That's S-I-M-P-L-R dot A-I slash honest. I have another question specifically about Shopify and Amazon and how in accounting, how do you deal with those beasts separately? Because I think that they're they're two different animals. So what's your approach there? Um, I don't really sell on Amazon. I'm getting ready to get into that world. So what's some advice that you could have for people that are currently already selling on their own sites, but are getting ready to uh, expand into Amazon or are already on Amazon? What, do, what are some tips that you can give those store owners? 
Well, going into Amazon from a uh, platform that pays um, out on a more frequent basis is a, a is a big adjustment because your cash flow is is tied up at Amazon uh, for you know two weeks. Typically, the payout time is bi weekly. So realizing that you're not going to have access is a big adjustment. It's not insurmountable. I mean, most of my clients uh, that's that's the way that they're operating currently. But if you've if you're coming into Amazon after being used to a a payout system that's more frequent, you you kind of have to get used to that. So I would just suggest that if if you're using something, if you're selling on Shopify, for example, I would suggest having a separate account for having the income come into that money, and then you um, transfer it out on the fifteenth uh, um, or the tenth and the twenty fifth. 10th and the 25th, because um, that gets you operating in a cash flow that's very similar to an Amazon payout, which is you're only going to get your money every couple of weeks. Now, Amazon's timing is different than that. But if you get yourself working in a a rhythm, which is one of the tenets of Profit First, of um, touching your money, funding cash flow on a uh, routine basis, if you get yourself in that habit first, then having a system like Amazon where you're only getting your money every couple of weeks is easier to adjust to because you're already in the habit of working, paying your bills, you know, receiving that income and paying your bills. That kind of flow happens on an every two-week basis. For a, an e-commerce business, what are some things that are unique to that industry as opposed to kind of under other industries that you've worked with as far as accounting and the profit first mentality you know one of the one of the interesting and and um, nice things about owning an e-commerce business is that you don't have to have a brick and mortar store and you don't have to have a um, a team to be there to unlock the door for and to scrape the sidewalks when it's snowing and so you don't have your hands or around the inventory per se. You can't go walk in the back room and know how many of something you've got left. So it's really a data business and you have to be really good at looking at those reports off of your selling platforms and understanding what it's telling you. And so the data analysis piece of an e-commerce business, I think is critical. Whereas, you know, in a it, it's important in any uh, brick and mortar store, but you just lose that uh, tangibleness of of the products being where you can see them and see them walking out the door, and um, so I think I think the data analysis is one of the it's a double edged sword. It's a it's a benefit, but it it's also can be a challenge for people. Absolutely. So uh, you know, just not really pivoting, but you know, before we kind of go here, is there anything else that you think that would really help impact our listeners, and anything that you'd want to share with them? I really think getting that inventory bank account set up along with a profit account, that's the biggest thing you can do. Um, you know, understanding that your inventory cash flow is a different uh, cycle than your um, operating expense cash flow and getting a handle on those two things. I think that's the biggest opportunity for e-commerce sellers is to to get their hands around what they're spending and the timing of their spending around inventory. I couldn't agree more with that. I have some inventory issues myself, but we'll talk about those <laughs> offline, Cindy. But um, let's 
let's the, the number one thing people can do today is download Cindy's book. I I binged on it. I'm going to admit it was um a game changer. So Cindy, let's tell everyone where they can find your book and learn start learning immediately after the podcast. Well, um as they say it's available everywhere books are sold. <laughs> so um it is available on Amazon, which is probably the easiest place for a lot of folks, but it's uh, um, available on all the platforms like Apple, um, Barnes and Noble's Nook, that kind of thing. Um, available at libraries, so you know anywhere you you would go to buy a book, I hope you can find it there. Uh, it is um, also available on audiobooks. So if you like listening to to your books, it's available for you to get there. And all, there's a lot of resources in the book, and those are all available online at our website. Um, once you um, listen to the book, we give out the, the website where you can go to get all of the tools that we recommend you use. I did um, take a peek at all those tools, by the way. So for our listeners, uh, Cindy's book is Profit First for E-commerce Sellers. And then her website is bookskeep.com. Like she said, it has those ancillary items that she speaks about in the book to help to walk you through. So you can start looking at your profits immediately. Cindy, it's been awesome. I was so excited to have you on the show. I have to admit, Chase knows I've been geeking out, excited to talk to you. So, <laughs> yeah, Annette was like, "I want to talk to Cindy," and I was like, "All right, I'll make it happen." Yeah, it was very exciting. So we we are so thankful to have you on the show, and more importantly, we are excited for our listeners. Please read Cindy's book, read Mike's book, implement this immediately. It really can not only change your business but change your life. So um, I don't say that lightly. Uh, I think our <laughs> listeners should should do this immediately. So thank you for being on the show, Cindy. Yeah, well, thank you for having me on today. I I have to admit that one of the things I really enjoy most is logging into my email every morning because in the book I ask people to write me and tell me what they're going to do with that uh, first profit check, and it's just really great to hear that people are making a commitment to getting on top of their finances and and to be profitable. And reading those stories in their emails is just a highlight every day. So I really appreciate you guys for uh, helping me get the word out to folks. Awesome. Well, thank you so much and have a wonderful day, Cindy. Okay. Thanks. You guys too. We can't thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing the truth. Links and more will be available in the show notes. If you found any actionable advice in this podcast that you'd like to apply to your business, please reach out at electriceye.io slash connect. Please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your podcast app of choice. 